Welcome. Welcome to Kids Cast. Bonus Kids Cast. That's right. Where are the kids? Not here. <laughs> <laughs> so we are talking today about Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, yes, we are. And uh, in particular, we're talking about our experience um, with playing Dungeons and Dragons with our kids. Correct. Yeah. So we've recently um, started an adventure with the kids. Our kids are ages six, eight, 10 and 12. You know, some of them obviously are a little bit younger than is recommended for the box set, but we decided to go ahead with it anyway, um, as this game is something that Chad and I both really love. And it's been a, a overall, I'd say a good experience. So we're just here to share our our tips for having a su- successful campaign when you're playing with um, a bunch of kids. Yeah, it's interesting because we were in a comic book store and I ran across the fifth edition fifth edition box set, which I had been sort of out of the game for so long that I didn't even realize there was a fifth edition. And they had this nice box set, conveniently priced. It was a you know a really cheap thing, and I thought, let's pick it up and see. You know, we've been thinking about whether or not to do this, and we just hadn't had we just hadn't done it. And, um, you know, getting this box that's just sort of made it all kind of happen for us and everything fell in line. So, yeah, it's been interesting. It's been fun. So um, let's start off quickly with kind of telling people what our experience was with D&D leading up to this. Why don't you go first? I'll go first because mine is shorter. <laughs> uh, so the first time I played D&D was in high school. I right away loved it, had a blast. Um, there was a, a group that ran one adventure. Uh, but then once that adventure was ended, we didn't start another. And then we all kind of went our separate ways. A few years into college, I was probably 21, I think, another group of friends started it. And um, I was excited to do that again. So we did we did a pretty long adventure. And I think you were part of that. I don't remember. Off and on. Yeah. Off and on, you came in and out. Um, and it was a great time. And when that ended, I was really sad. I wanted to do another one. Nobody else was that into it, except for you. Yeah. Now, this was before Chad and I were dating. We were just friends. Mm-hmm. And um, and Chad said, well, why don't we just try like a two-person adventure? You know, I'll be the DM. You can play. And I said, okay. And um, and it was, what, what would you say? What, would, what word would you use to describe that adventure? Um, indecisive. I was, <laughs> was going to go with disastrous, but <laughs> <laughs> you're nice. So, so yes, one-man adventures only work if you have someone who is not afraid to make decisions. And um, yeah, see, I spent a lot of time doing that. Yeah, you know, and so for me, that wasn't an unusual thing to do. You would always play it as a part of a large group, right? And I'm I'm still the kind of person that cannot decide what restaurant to go to, <laughs> what meal I'm going to eat once I get to the restaurant. I really have a hard time with that. So we so had a, we, we had had a total tough time. party kill very early on. Oh, yes. I, so what I remember is is sitting in my kitchen and you describing this scene. And I think we I was at like a party. There were people with masks and then something happens at the party. And and um and I just sat there. I was completely frozen. And eventually you just said, you know what? Something killed you and you're dead. You're dead. <laughs> the game is over. We're done. <laughs> I think it went something along the lines of, okay, well, they're approaching you. What do you do? Okay, okay they have swords drawn. 
What do you do? Okay, they're raising the swords. Okay, they hit you, you're dead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's how it went. That's kind of how that went. So that's, but I still have very fond memories of D&D, and I was excited to try playing this with our kids. Yeah, it was fun. My experience with D&D is a little different. Um, I started when I was very young. I started, for the first time I ever played, I was about 10 years old, but then I didn't really get a group or anything until I was probably 12 or 13. I remember, you know, I was trying to save up money to be able to buy any of the books. So I'm, you know, saving any little bit of money I can to go find the books. And then, in fact, for a couple of, probably for at least a year, I played like a real kind of weird bastardized version of the game because we didn't have the rule books, but we wanted to play it anyway. And then eventually got the rule books and kind of got plugged in with a group. And I played, you know, pretty actively from about 13 to 25 as much as I could when I was in high school, when I was in middle school, all through uh, the time I was in the service. I played a lot when I was in the service, through college, et cetera. And then, you know, you know, we got married and kind of life life moved on. And so it's been several years, and, and it seems like the game has really progressed since then. You know, they've got all these... You know, the cons are a lot bigger than they used to be. There's this, you know, the critical role is this, like, massively popular thing on YouTube. And when I was a kid, you never would have had something like critical role. Because, one, you never had a YouTube. But, two, you just wouldn't have had something like that be that popular. But it's pretty wildly popular now, so it's fun. And I played every version of Dungeons & Dragons with the exception of 4th Edition, which I never played. And And from what I can tell, I didn't miss anything. So that's our experience. And we've put together a list, haven't we? Yes, we did. Actually, you, you did a lot of work on this. So I want to <laughs> want to give you a nod here. No, no, no. You got to read your own. <laughs> no. Printed off two versions for a reason. So um, leading us up to today, the present, I would say we started this adventure oh, when? It's been, a, it's been several months. Yeah. So a, a few months ago. And we played quite a bit and then kind of have petered off um, a little bit as two of our kids, I think, got very into it and two kind of lost interest. Yeah, so that's... we've had to, to be adaptable. Um, and I, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff out there on the internet, tips for playing with kids, but I haven't read any of it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but we wanted to do our own thing. We, we have, through trial and great error, come up with this list of top 10 tips for playing D&D with kids. Yes, we have. Are you ready? I am ready. Take it away. Tip number one. Tip number one is know your group. So take a minute before planning the adventure to answer some basic questions. What are the, dana- what are the dynamics between the kids like? How long can they sit still before getting bored? How sensitive are they to violent or scary images? For example, two of our kids like to punch each other. The other two do not like to be punched, so we made sure that the punchers always sat on the opposite side of the table from the non-punchers. Keeping the answers to these questions in mind, it will be helpful in outlining your sessions. That is true. Um, And number two is to plan for the unplannable. So if you're someone who's run an adventure before a DM, but you've only run it with adults, you may think that you're, you're prepared for anything, but my guarantee is that you're not. So... Just just know that you're going to be dealing with the same things that you'd be dealing with if you're just watching your kids. There's going to be potty accidents, potty emergencies. There's going to be spills of apple juice, possibly on your game pieces. Yeah. There will be punching, I can guarantee. If, 
Which, you know, is probably no different with teenagers. <laughs> I don't know. I can't speak to that yet. But, you know, there's going to be there's going to be arguments, all that same kind of stuff. Um, tantrums. They may dramatically reenact every single thing that happens in the combat rounds. Repeatedly. Repeatedly. If somebody um, says something funny, they're going to. They're going to repeat it over and over again. So what we found is it's it's helpful to keep your greater goal in mind. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So one of the things that's really cool about this and has been interesting for us is that, you know, Dungeons and Dragons gives you an opportunity to work through some different social skills, such as maybe taking turns or learning how to be polite or learning how to speak extemporaneously, all those different things, you know, so we, we didn't really start off with the intention of, of teaching those sort of things, but we were finding them in there for us. Our greater goal was we wanted the kids to have a positive experience with that. So what we had to do was make sure that no matter what we wanted, what we were doing, no matter how wonky or crazy things were getting in the middle of the game, that we had to keep the greater goal in mind, which for us was keep it positive. That's right. And so in the interest of that, um, we oftentimes found ourselves having to pare down the rules. Yep. So number four. By right. The way. Number four, pare down the rules. Key, you have really have to keep your expectations realistic. So for us, it was more important that the game progressed. The kids kind of got a basic understanding of the general rules than really worrying about, oh, are they rolling initiative? Are they rolling for perception at, you know, roll for a perception check for this? And, and are they really earning enough points by killing enough bad guys to get to this level? You know, have a, a general idea of where you want the story to go for them in your mind. And then, you know, don't be afraid to like, so yeah, don't, just make it real simple. Yeah, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to cheat um, either. And that's number five. That's number five. But actually, I want to go back to number four yeah. for a second. I, I, that was something that was a little bit difficult for me, not in some ways. So it's interesting as somebody who has been a DM for years and years and years and years, there are some things that I just very instantly had no problem paring down the rules. You know, like I, I knew right away that rolling initiative was just not going to work. We weren't going to do it and drop that right away. But then there were some other things I found myself sort of stubbornly clinging to and didn't realize until much, much later on. Like, for instance, the experience point system, which is something that, you know, I did a lot of things because we needed to do X, Y, and Z and get this amount of experience before we could move on to here or there. And in retrospect, it was, you know, if somebody needed to be at a certain experience point level, just make it happen. Like, you don't have to. I, to some extent. I'm not yeah. saying, like, go in and just make it easy because no, challenges yeah. are part of the game. Absolutely. But at the same time, there's time for all that. Yeah. You know? And, and chances are your six-year-old doesn't know how many experience points an ogre is worth. Exactly. So you can inflate it or deflate it or do whatever you need to do. But it was just interesting to me as somebody who's been experienced that I found some that I had no problem changing and some that I just sort of clung to and didn't even realize I was doing it. So Right. And I, I think you have to be willing to kind of read the room and see where they're at frustration wise, you know, especially if you've got an age range and don't don't be afraid to kind of play to your youngest player. You yeah. Know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then number five is don't be afraid to cheat. And this kind of goes with number four. Yeah. But it's in the same general concept that you need to keep within the story and keep the goal in mind. And then if you need to bend the rules or fudge a, a dice roll, particularly as the DM behind a screen, 
do that. Make that happen because it's about it's about having fun. It's not about getting overly frustrated, and it's certainly not about you know sticking to a bunch of dogmatic rules because that's what the book says. Right, and you know, as as kids grow in age, there's time for them to learn all of that. But you know, you've got a six year old who, and you're 25 minutes into like a a heavy kind of intense combat session, and they're just kind of done. Don't be afraid to just be like, okay you know what, uh, there's an earthquake and it swallowed up all the bad guys and you guys are done. Yeah, Yay, you won. Congratulate. You know, yeah, yeah. something like that. Don't be afraid to just go where they need you to go. Yeah, absolutely. Which brings us to number six. Oh, yes. Yeah. So you that is that kids have vivid imaginations. Yeah, they do. Um, so I imagine, I've never been a DM before, but I imagine that one of the bigger challenges if you're um, running a game of newbies who are adults is getting them over the hump of feeling silly using their imaginations. Yeah, it is. Kind of getting them into it. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Um, So if you're playing with kids, you have the opposite problem. And uh, basically the problem that I think that we found is that um, having them understand that there's a limit on their imaginations. Mm -hmm. And one story in particular is when our youngest, um, her character fell into a pit or something. Yep. And she said, well, but I pull out a ladder and climb out. And it was like, well, do you have a ladder? She's like, yes, it's right here. <laughs> We're like, but look at your inventory. Is it there? Is it there? No, but it's right here. And she just kept saying, but it's right here. And she's gesturing like right here. There's a ladder. So that's how they play in the backyard. It's they do stuff. So we've had a few sneak in and now they're giggling because they remember that story. But um, do you but, have something to do you have something to say about that story? Stan, don't. Got to come talking talk to, to the, the mic. Um, I have something to say about number five on the thing. Okay. About the cheating thing. Some, okay. Something that dad did was like, we were like in a battle and like um, somebody didn't want to play. So dad played their character and they had like some spells. They had like this lightning spell, which they could use like twice that killed bad guys and he used it like four times just so we could get the battle over with four four so so just like this podcast you have to be flexible you have to be willing you have to to be willing to go off script (laughs) when you're playing D&D with kids yes go ahead yes go ahead can I just say that you said that you said two of us, you need to make them sit together. If you're playing with kids to have two adults, one adult actually playing, and then the other adult as a dungeon master. That is a good tip. That is a good tip. Yes. So, yes. He's right. I so, Daddy Dukes. Oh. So, yeah, that's what we did. Um, I played as a character, and um, Chad was the dungeon master. And even as indecisive as I am with... Um, playing D&D, I think that it, it definitely helped too. Yeah, I, I would agree. I, I think that if you if you have that flexibility and that's an option for you, I think it's a good way to go. Are you ready for your interview? Yeah, get, get their perspective on it so you don't just take it from us. See, we need somebody who can tattle on us. <laughs> so we're starting with our eight-year-old. Our adorable eight-year-old, codename... Furiosa, Furiosa. for many reasons. This is her code name. This child is fierce, and she is really excited to be interviewed on the podcast. So step up to the microphone, code name Furiosa. One 
I'm not doable. I'm sorry. You're not adorable. You're very, you're a mature, respectable young woman. I'm not. You okay? All right. Would Would you like to to tell us about your character, Furiosa? Okay. So, what is your character's name? Bree Highhill. Bree Highhill. What What can you tell us about Bree? That she's nothing like me. <laughs> okay. You did. You played a character that is nothing like you. Tell Tell us about her, though. Bree. She is a sneaky halfling that grew up in Sandalin. Mm-hmm. And she joined a group of thieves called the Red Brand, who used to just like pocket picking. Then someone set her up and tried to kill her. And this wizard called Glassstaff, he became the leader of the Red Brands. And then they started killing people. That's when Bree said, okay, I went out. Gotcha. And you said Brie is not at all like you. So what did you mean by that? Well, Brie is one. She's weak. Mm-hmm. Her strength is minus one. Okay. My strength is plus ten. At least. At least. Um, two, she's not very good and active. Mm-hmm. That's the... I can barely sit down. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> right? If you don't know right now, I am standing up. And so, I want to be running around. So what about, what else about Brie? Is Brie brave? No. Is she a chicken? Yes. <laughs> and you're not a chicken? No. No, you're not a chicken. Okay. <laughs> That's how I sprained my ankle, Dad. I know. We know. Well, we were we there. know you're not. You're very brave. But you did a really good job playing your character and that in every combat, Bree's first move was to find a plane to hide behind. To run and hide. And then she would make sneak attacks, but only if she was pretty sure she wouldn't get caught. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. You did a great job of, of really role playing, which is means pretending to be somebody else. C- can I tell the rest about her? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Go, go, right, ahead. go right ahead. I'm sorry. She's got so, no cards. <laughs> she got set up. Someone tried to kill her. We actually don't know who tried to kill her. She got out like barely alive. And she thinks Timur, the goddess of good, for saving her. And wants revenge on the Red Bands. There you go. So what was your favorite part of the adventure? I liked it when we killed almost all of the Red Brands, so we mu- we actually will never... We might find out who set up we. We might have killed that person. We might have killed them all, and there will be no one to tell we, but who set her up. So that was part of her side mission, but her side mission was to kill the Red Brands and find out who set her up. So she did part of her side mission, but there might still be red brands left that if we interrogate them, they they might tell us. Gotcha. Okay. So the side mission was really important to you, would you say? Yes. And I did, I was scared to tell them because I was afraid they were going to kill me. I didn't want that side story. It was just their Mm. proof. (laughs) (laughs) What, What was your least favorite part? I'm not done telling my favorite oh, part. Oh, Go sorry. Right ahead. My favorite part, which my brother already told this, um, 
was my dad was playing my little sister's character because she didn't want to play and made her send lightning from the skies. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> that was pretty awesome. <laughs> wow, good, good. Were, were there any parts you didn't like? I don't have one because I'm a bad donkey. That's right. Okay, so uh, in our house, by the way, we don't say the A word, right? Don't even mention we, it. We, so we don't say... <laughs> we say bad donkey. Bad donkey. Rather than the A word, right? Don't say that. I, I'm just saying. I just said <laughs> the A word, okay? All right, if you had any advice to give any parents who wanted to play with their eight-year-olds, what would you what would you say to them? Cheat and make them win every single thing so they don't die. So Did, you really didn't want your character to no. die. No. You that was pretty upsetting to you. No, because then I would be poof. Right. I'm attached to her. Okay. Mm. That's really just good like advice. If, just like if you if someone killed me, you you're obsessed with me. <laughs> you're, you're right. You're not wrong. You're right. I would be very upset. That is very. You accurate. would kill that person. <laughs> All right. That, that's how I feel like with Blake. Furiosa. You know, yeah. Furiosa. That was an awesome interview. Thank you very much. Are you going to ask more questions? That's it. Now we're done. We're done. Mm. Send in the Imperator, the Imp, your little sister. All right. Would you like to tell us about your character in the game? Okay. So my character's name is Amber of Rockseeker. Well, she's really brave. And I like her. Good. I'm glad, we're glad you like her. What What's your favorite part so far? Well, my favorite part is using my um powers and stuff. Except the lightning strike. Well, I shoot lightning from the sky. It's really cool. That is pretty fun. <laughs> it's definitely fun. Is there anything else you'd liked about it? Mm, not really. What about your Warhammer? Yeah, I like like smashing my Warhammer, and I like rolling the dice. You like rolling the dice? Did you like the miniatures? Of course I did. Of course you did. Fantastic. Is there any parts you didn't like? Of course. Were there Waiting. Waiting ah, and stuff like that. that the- that's really boring. Ah, the long waiting, huh? Gotcha. So would you recommend other six-year-olds play Dungeons & Dragons, or would you tell them to wait? Wait a couple days. Wait a couple days. A couple of days? It takes a lot of guts. It takes a lot of guts. guts. It takes a lot of guts. (laughs) All right, fantastic. Do you have any advice for mommies or daddies or grandmas or grandpas or aunts or uncles who might want to play with their kids? They should just stop playing because... um. I think they sh- they should do it. It's really fun. It's a fun game. Okay. Fantastic. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you for your time. And just to get the odds, there's a dragon and goblins in there. And a giant. If 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 kids just want to notice what's in there. Mm. It's fun stuff in the game. All right. Thank you. All right. So next we have... Our 10-year-old son, codename Mini Duke. And if you saw him standing next to his father, you'd understand why we call him that. <laughs> Absolutely. And This isn't a video. No, podcast. it's not a video. No, you're right. It's an Sorry. audio medium. 
So would you, what would you that like is. to tell us about your character? Character's name is Ivan Lionheart, and he is um, Ranger, oh, Ranger Archer, whatever you'd like to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, he used to live in the ca- town called Thunder Tree, which got destroyed by a volcano, and also like it got destroyed by a volcano and a dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> What else? What what? Tell me about his personality because you you really did a good job playing this character, and he had a very interesting personality. I yeah. did. Yeah, you did. Um, he is always like, "Oh, we can do this. I can do this. I'm the greatest. I can kill all these ogres. I'll just." So he's very confident. Yes, he's bombastic. Bombastic. Over yes. the top. Whatever. Whatever that means. <laughs> and and did he have good social skills or did he tend to blurt inappropriate things out? No. No. He had bad charisma. <laughs> charisma. <laughs> he had low charisma, so and you did a good job playing that too. I wanna was, sit like you guys are. It was very funny. Okay, if that works for you. So what what would you say is your was your favorite part? My favorite part I liked the no sick while we were doing the red brands. I liked most of it. Yeah, and the Nothic was a particularly creepy one-eyed monster. Except for one part, which I'm not going to mention. You no don't want to give anything away? No spoilers. No spoilers. Okay. But you really liked learning the rules and stuff, too, didn't you? I think out of any of the kids, you were really into how the game worked. I was. Yes. Yes, yeah. You read every, you, you didn't have a magic user, but you still read every spell description in the book. I did? Yeah. Yes. Yes. You did. It's okay. You can admit it. <laughs> I don't remember that. I I read the book, not all the spells. Yeah, we remember. That's okay though. So, w- what other parts did you like? I liked most of it. Is there anything you didn't like? I didn't like this one part, which I no spoilers. If anybody else is going to get the game, no spoilers. No spoilers. What what but, didn't you like about it? Was it there a part that was boring or just too hard? It was just like. No! I think something landed on his character. No. Oh. No. Yeah. No? no? Okay. It wasn't that. Was it when you got shot full of arrows? No. Most people don't like that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Also, I don't like... You don't have to worry about spoilers. Nobody's going to uh, listen to this who hasn't played the game. I, I don't like the part where the dude smashed Gungan into... He pulverized. Oh yeah, where the doppelganger destroyed. <laughs> he smashed, Rocks, he oh, smashed yeah. him. That was tough. You and if I wouldn't have suggested that Bree, the little halfling, went to spy on them, then ah, then they never would have found that out. Yeah, we never would have known. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I had the brilliant idea. Yes, you did. You had a brilliant idea. So were there any parts you didn't like? Um, I didn't like that part. You you reminded me. Um, mostly when I come out of when I come out of most battles, I um, I usually got about thirty or forty arrows sticking out of me. <laughs> most of my chest. One time, one time, one got shot through my neck. That's also how somebody else died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, would you recommend Thurman? this game to other ten-year-olds? Yeah. Okay. And what would you say to parents who are thinking about playing this game with their children or other grown-ups with younger kids or grandparents, aunts, uncles? 
As I already mentioned, play with two adults, one adult being the D&D Dungeon Master, and then another adult actually playing, like, in the game if one person's like, hey, I have an idea, let's charge into the camp, and then let's do something stupid. The adult can say, hey, we shouldn't do that, that wouldn't be a smart idea. That's That's a good piece of advice. I like that piece of advice. Very well done. All right. Beep. Thank you. Beep. Thank you very much. Thank you, the Mini Duke. We Mini Duke. Are, we Beep. appreciate it. Beep. All right. And now we have our 12-year-old leader of the pack, codename The Incinerator. Formerly known as codename Magical Glitter Spice Unicorn. That's right. <laughs> so stepping up to the mic incinerator this one yep, yeah one. Oh, okay and testing one two <coughs> yes she's here folks she's, okay. yeah she we're we're live and direct all right so we're here to talk about your our experience playing D as a family okay. okay okay so can you start off by telling us about the character that you played in the uh, game well avella wintergreen is proud and charming she can get people to do what she wants she's very strong smart She's kind of foolish because she almost got herself killed, which was my fault. But did you like playing her? Yeah, she was pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, in the future, would you have wanted to play a character like her or someone else? Mm, probably someone different. You know, just to you know get a feel of everything for variety. I, for, for variety. variety. Do you think you would have you would have liked to play an animal character? We talked yes! about that. Yeah. That would have been dramatic, fun. but okay. That's okay. That's okay. And that's, and that's we talked about bending the rules, and sometimes that might be how you bend the rules. Maybe yep. maybe somebody gets to play a badger. Maybe someone's a wolf. Ooh, Maybe someone's fun. a wolf. All right. Next so, question. So what were your favorite parts? Hmm. You, you can just say that. Um... I just like her mother. Don't know. <laughs> you don't know what your favorite parts are. Okay. Nope. What What was your favorite monster? Don't remember. No. Any impressions no. at all? Do you remember anything about the game? Not really. <laughs> are you a pod person? Have you been living in our house the last six what months? What does that mean? <laughs> Is there okay? What did you not like then? Be honest fighting you didn't like the fighting parts no yeah because that because it went on so long oh didn't like that yeah nope gotcha that part's tough all right and what would you say to other 12 year olds who are thinking about playing the game depends on the type of person you are uh elaborate on that if you're into magic and dragons and stuff then definitely if you're not really into those things then i wouldn't recommend playing it Okay. Gotcha. Okay. That's really good advice. Do you have any advice for like adults who are thinking about playing with kids? Hmm. Well, serve snacks because otherwise we'll get bored and hungry and we'll interrupt everything. Good advice. Snacks are important. Good advice. Snacks are very important. Yeah. Occasionally cookies. Remember that. Gotcha. Got it. Well, thank you, the incinerator. We appreciate your precious time. That's my child. So there you have it. Extremely 
unprofessional advice. <laughs> well, there is no professional Dungeons and Dragons advice. So what? No, there has to be. Nope. It's 2017. No, nope, no. You're at all. telling me there there are no professional Dungeons and Dragoners out there. Well, I mean, the people get paid for it. <laughs> but you know, no, I'm sure there are. I'm just. Well, if there are, it's not us. I can guarantee it. <laughs> but from our family to yours, this has been our experience. And uh, I would say two thumbs up. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. Get the box set or something shorter. But I think the rules are really, really good. Yeah. They've done a good job with it. So if you're listening, if you've listened to all of that. My goodness. You're a, <laughs> you're a good person. <laughs> Give us a shout. And uh, let us know if you've had any, what your experience is, um, if you've played D&D with kids, without kids, thinking about it. And uh, where can they find us? They can find us at... (laughs) It's Kids Cast. Anything can happen. (laughs) (laughs) They can find us at thedukeanduchesspodcast.com. Also on Twitter at the D&D Podcast. And on Facebook at the Duke and Duchess. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you. Good night. Good night.